This very special edition of Three is the Magic Number, the podcast where we get on guests to talk about their top three favourite things. But hold on a moment. Mm. That's not happening this week. Scratch the record. That is not happening this week because of logistics. <laughs> yeah, we'll say logistics. Yeah. My name is Renfrew Deadman. I'm joined as ever by my furry face friend, Mr. Matthew Hughes. How are you, Matthew? Hello. I'm very well. Thank you very much, Renfrey. I'm... In the spring is sprung vibes with a Z. Yeah. Uh, it kind much... of finally has happened, hasn't Ooh, it? Blue yeah, yeah, skies, yeah. birds cheeping. Yeah. Cheeping? They're not cheeping. They're uh, chirping. I think they're birds chirping. are chirping. Yeah, I believe they're chirping. Yeah. You have just come back from holiday. Yes. Did you have a nice time? I had a lovely time, thanks. It was a little oh, mini Easter break with uh, mm. the family to Germany and food was eaten and... Fields were run into and uh, it was a... Fields were run into? It was a wonderful time. And Schuldergungsebitter. Yeah, it was great. It was very nice. How are you? Um, I, I will answer that question, but I'm, I'm curious to know yes. um, if there are any German Easter customs that are unusual that we might not know about that you spied when you were over there. Um, they eat a lot, but I feel like that's just a German <laughs> that's, way that's... of anything, really. It's just Isn't that worldwide? That's just Tuesday, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's, uh, my lovely family that we were staying at, my uncle Chris and my auntie Sue. Shout out. Shout out. And uh, Sue especially goes very big on Easter. And obviously mm. it helped the fact we had two very small children that were very excited Absolutely. about hunting for eggs and hunting for chocolate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think there's there's a I think there's a bunch of other asparagus seems to be a bit of an Easter thing as well. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, and also mm. hark back to a previous podcast. I did eat a bunch of asparagus and go for a wee and think that does smell good slash bad. Ah, <laughs> big yes, up Giles Spinner. Yes, that was discussing on um, his top three favorite smells, mm. if I recall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it would make my top three smells, but I did have a little. <laughs> sniff and think yeah that is a distinctive smell my body is, is working very evocative yeah mm. <laughs> yeah good that's good um how am i i'm very well matthew i uh, haven't been on holiday but you know the sun's out and i'm just having a great time in life really so uh, let's get into what we are doing today mm. I briefly mentioned it last week, didn't I? We had a podcast that we were ready to go with. We had to reschedule it. And as a result of that, we just basically realised that, oh, we're a podcast short. Did a few things behind the scenes. And we were going to have a guest on who I won't go into, who we'll, we will have another time in season three. Uh, we've been talking about season three things just before recording this, which already sounds very exciting. I'm not going to talk about that too much. You're looking at me as if, like, why are you saying these things? No, I'm squinting. <laughs> I'm, squ I'm squinting. Oh, it's really bright. I'm just going to shut the blind. Sorry. It's very, very, I have very small eyes. So if I, like, squint a little bit, it looks like I look really angry. But it's just my squinty, tiny eyes. 
So I'm just going to close this blind. Okay, I will carry on. Uh, Matt looked like uh, I was giving away trade secrets that I shouldn't have been giving away there. Anyway, we have had discussions about season three and it's happening. Hooray. But yes, we decided instead of having a guest on and all that sort of thing, we'd go onto our social media platforms and we would ask you lot for some very quick fire top threes. Neither of us have looked at these in advance, so I don't really know what is going to come up. Regular listeners will know that I hate doing this because I am not very good at coming up with stuff quickly. <laughs> like, tell me your top three, this, now, go. Not very good at that. But hey, we're going to do it anyway because um, it's what the people want, isn't it? It is. It is. And my nickname is On The Hoof Hughes. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm all about coming up with things. You. You, yeah, no, no. It's, 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 uh... You love it. I struggle with it. But hey. You did go on to the at uh, three magic number pod Twitter to get these. Is that correct? That is correct, Renfrey. I use the internet as an adult, and <laughs> I basically trademark Renfrey. Peep behind the curtain. We've been trying to sort out a podcast record guest, and we've essentially made a decision at the eleventh hour to make this one-off little special mid-season, late-season sort of gift. We have the final podcast all set up with our remaining guests. Two. Um, We've got two more, don't we? Yes. And then we have a final one with me versus Renfrey. So this is more just like a little extra gift. We wanted to keep the steam train rolling. Yeah. So I tweeted this morning, just a few hours ago, actually. I just tweeted, we need your help for a thing. Could you please throw some creative, fun, funny, smart, incisive, silly, or whatever top threes at us ASAP this morning? We need a bunch pretty quickly. And then I rewarded anybody with uh, some GIF replies and our gratitude. So... I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to scroll down and just sort of pick one and then push the phone away and then do the same sort of thing. And we'll do this until the point I can see that you want to punch me in the face or eat your own (laughs) tongue and have had and and have had enough. And then uh, and then we will we will, you know move on i'm sure it'll be fine i'm sure it'll be fine okay let's get going then right Come on, Matt, hit me so the first one i'm gonna pick is top three films of tom hanks that is by uh, it's from Stu and al pod hi Stu and Lovely. al pod um <sighs> forrest gump is actually the first that comes to mind i know that a lot of people don't like forrest gump but um screw them <laughs> what screw them <laughs> so angry <laughs> it's such it's such a oh, it's such a great film i just don't really understand no i i know why it's because um it won best film at the 94 oscars didn't it and insanely the 94... absolutely insanely. yes which which was insane because like pulp fiction was another nomination it was a brilliant category that year and did it deserve the, to win the best film oscar no probably not it's still a wonderful film i love forrest gump saving private ryan remains one of the most visceral experiences i ever had in the cinema i was 13 when that film came out and it completely blew me away um oh god more tom hanks well big seems like a oh no 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 i'm not gonna go big i'm gonna go the green mile that's three quite serious hankses i've gone with but they are all fantastic films so yeah lovely that's a very wonderful if slightly sad and serious saturday night movie marathon. it is quite but that's very brand me, isn't it? it is. <laughs> so, you know. it is. Whilst you're listening to some fucking droney <laughs> nonsense, stick, <laughs> stick on Saving Private Ryan as well, just to really lighten that Saturday mood. 
right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about you? So I'm going to go. So I think Tom Hanks is wonderful, and I I love him. And he's I incredible. Think he makes he's he's been in many good films. He's been in some not so great movies, but I think he's Definitely. been in some great movies. And I always put him in different categories in my my brain. It's always like Tom Hanks movies when I was younger. And they are very strongly linked in my brain and they make me very happy and they calm me down. Joe and the Volcano, big, etc., etc. 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 And then there's the middle tier movies, which are kind of like him finding himself as an actor. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, you know, exactly. And then there are the latter day movies, which are a very much a hodgepodge of not quite mm. sure what you're gonna get. Sometimes it's classic Hanks, mm. sometimes, you know, it's Angels and Demons. And uh, <laughs> never, never, never the twain shall meet. But my that's three, so true, isn't it? That's yeah. a really, really good summation Thanks. of the three acts of Hanks's career. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, yeah. And then okay. you've kind of got Toy Story, which sort of lives between oh, yeah. a, a couple of them. So I'm going to go Toy Story two, which is my favourite Toy Story movie, and it makes me cry. I love to every single time I watch it. Mm. Um, it it's so beautiful. I know this isn't a crying scene. But the um, scene where they're trying to get across the road to Al's toy barn yeah. um, is one of the best computer animated slapstick scenes I think I've ever seen. Because bearing in mind that you're not dealing with real things there, you're dealing with computer graphics. To make that sort of slapstick work is really hard. And to give yeah. weight to computer and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's genius. Yes. Okay. So yes, I'm going to go with that. And then I'm going to go with one of my desert island discs movies one of my favorite films of all time i could watch it at any point and that's big yeah i think big is his back to the future i think it's as close a perfect movie <laughs> okay i'm going to caveat that mm. by <laughs> taking the very creepy premise away from the film <laughs> but to be fair back to the future well it certainly has a creepy scene where marty almost gets off with his mother yeah i mean there's so a bunch of stuff in the 80s still... there's there was a yes, lot of 80s, blurring yeah. of the lines so yeah, yeah, yeah. i i whilst i fully appreciate the premise of big is hella creepy really it is creepy. it's also just a joy of a movie and, and tom hanks is so wonderful in it it's just the romantic subplot that's that's creepy if they took that out there wouldn't be anything creepy about big at all i don't think yeah, and it does feel a yeah, it does feel a little bit like that was sort of not shoehorned in. I watch it and I never get the feeling. Yeah, anyway, I think ninety percent of romantic subplots were shoehorned in in films in the eighties and the nineties. Frankly, so yeah, there's just no need for it. Just get rid of it. Yes, waste of time. And then my final movie. I'm torn between a movie from my past and a movie uh, a, a, a modern day Tom Hanks. And I think I'm going to go modern day just because. You know, why not? And that's Road to Perdition, um, which, oh, yeah. which is a movie from 2002. And, Sam Mendes' um, second film Sam Mendes, after American Beauty. A yeah. wonderful director. Yeah. Um, and Jude Law and Paul, what's his face? Paul Gamba, Gamba, Germati. No, Paul, Paul Newman. Paul oh, Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah. Paul Newman, yeah. obviously. Yes, sorry. Yeah, and Daniel Craig and Jennifer Jason Lee. It's a really great oh, yeah. movie Daniel about Craig's an assassin. In it. God, I Daniel Craig's that. in it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a brilliant movie. It is. Um, it's a great film. And yeah, great film. So that would be that would be my number three. That's so a yeah, great go Tom shout. Hanks. Great shout. Lovely. Next one, Matthew. So next one, I'm just going to close my eyes as no one apart from you. I'm not closing my eyes because that would be insane because then I won't be able to read it. <laughs> but I'm sort of going <laughs> to. Okay, this is from my wonderful wife, Katie P. She's asked for top three cartoon dogs. Oof. 
Um, Do you want me to go first? You go first. So in no order. All of these are in no order because, you know, screw order. Um, My first choice is Santa's Little Helper from The Simpsons. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Then I'm also going to go Snoopy from Peanuts. Oh. A cartoon I adore. Great shout. Yeah. And I'm also going to go... Now, are Ren and Stimpy dogs? Is that something that's confirmed or not? Hmm. I'm going to Google what are Ren and Stimpy. Ren is a dog. Stimpy is not. Ren is a dog. Then Ren is my third pick. Ren is my third cartoon dog. Okay, lovely. Tick. I am going to go for Odie from Garfield. Goofy? Goofy is a dog, right? Yeah, Goofy's a dog. Or a cow, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or a cow. Yeah, I'm going for Goofy. I think I'm sure Goofy's a dog. Uh, And Droopy, which would absolutely be my number one absolutely adore droopy yeah droopy is a great shout hilarious yeah wow what a great shout uh lovely all right i'm gonna go slightly easy one top three snacks now there's no there's no kind of parameters of what a snack is you know if you want to have a hamburger as a snack or (laughs) a curry as a snack then that's totally fine but uh yeah i i would imagine in this context of this top three snacks are slightly little things that you eat on the go. Right, okay. Or to tide you over between meals. There's a bit of an option paralysis thing here because, like, <laughs> so many. Who doesn't love snacks, right? Exactly. Um, Jaffa Cakes has been a constant oh, in my life. So I shout. feel like I just great have shout. to throw that in because they really have. Um, At the moment, I'm really obsessed with millionaire bites. Really mm. obsessed with them. I'm not sure... From the Marks and Spencers. Sainsbury's is most local to me. Um, other supermarkets are available. So so hence I get Sainsbury's. I mean, the Marks and Sparks ones are lovely. But I've really got into that at the moment. And... Poof. Tunnock's Tea Cakes. Oh! Cracking. What a great choice. Tunnock's Tea Cakes. Lord. Yeah, there we go. I mean, goodness me, that could change every single day. But that's actually quite good because most of those have stuck with me my whole life so yeah that'll do it's very chocolatey isn't it Christ. very chocolatey yours uh i'm gonna go some kind of honey roasted nut i adore oh. i i endure i enjoy uh, <laughs> almost anything covered in honey so almonds or or peanuts any of those things are delicious you know crunchy and sweet and chewy yeah there's something about a sweet nut, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Just love a just sweet satisfies nut. both, especially if they're salty as well. That, that satisfies mm. those, that salty and yeah. savoury and sweet things. Um, yeah, gorgeous. I'm going to go, is it a snack? Yeah, I'm going to go Mars ice cream because they're quite small these days. So they're just like a little pop in your mouth snack and off you go with your day. La, 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 la. Yeah, la. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are gorgeous as well mars ice cream. i am not bothered about the non-frozen mars like you know no. it's a chocolate bar it's fine but mars ice cream is extraordinary yes. yeah I, I don't think i've eaten a mars bar for like over a decade but mars ice creams probably not, chef's no. kiss mwah. and Absolutely. uh my third favorite snack is so in germany that i've just come back from that we've already spoken about uh. my aunt sue big up sue she is an incredible baker and chef and food preparer and maker and she for our arrival she made these biscuits these mini chocolate chip salted biscuits and they were just 
incredible. As the French say, incredible. And um, That's going to be quite a tough it, one for people to source. To source? Speak to Sue. Give Auntie <laughs> Sue a shout. Do you know what? I'm What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask wonderful Susan for the recipe. Oh. And I will post to this on our socials. Yeah. And Provided honestly, we're allowed, of course. Provided of course, of course. It, you know, so long as there aren't any like family ingredients passed mm-hmm. down through generations. But they are... Without question, the greatest biscuit that has ever been known to man. Oh, great shout. Lovely stuff. I mean, now now we're thinking about snacks. I'm, I'm also incredibly hungry. I'm, yeah. There's just so many. I just think, you know, you think, oh, wow, Turkish delight. Or you think, like, I'm I just... I'm not a Turkish delight. I don't like Turkish. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's quite marmite isn't it? Turkish delight. Like, I, doesn't I, taste anything like marmite. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think it tastes like marmite. No, but, I, but I, in terms of like... I don't think it's quite love, love and hate as much as Marmite, but but I mean, I yeah, I don't like Turkish like. It's a distinctive taste it's of flavour that isn't yeah, quite yeah. as, yeah. I guess you know, coffee, olives. It's a bit flowery. Uh, the Turkish yeah. delight, you know, it's uh, yeah, it has an interesting, distinctive kind of taste and flavour that you're either into or you're not. So yeah, um, okay. So I'm gonna go and have a little journey through our socials and gonna choose. Duh, 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 duh. Crikey, not gonna do that one. My goodness me, Adam Vallely. <laughs> what i mean at least read it out now that that so huge human being from another planet Mm. that somehow lives over in this planet with legs that are way too long for him adam vallely has listed a load of things and i'm gonna probably read Mm. one of them in fact i'm definitely gonna read one of them but i won't have many answers you'll have lots of answers but one of his top three is top three communist political figures come on now adam (laughs) You understand this podcast. I play football with you on Mondays. You know that I'm secretly a giant idiot. Communist. What? Please. Come on now. He's having a little bit of fun behind his keyboard, isn't he? He's having a a little. But I am going to choose something else from his list, um, Mm -hmm. which he's chosen. And he's definitely like buttering you up the right way. Top three songs by the band Pearl Jam. (laughs) <laughs> that isn't him buttering in me up. That's him mocking me because he doesn't like Pearl Jam. Um, but fine. Um, you are insignificance and corduroy. That would change every single day. But fine. Yeah, if you'd like. And I am going to go black mm. and dissident. Dissident's lovely. Yeah. And I'm going to go present tense from No Code as well. Oh, lovely pick. Yeah. Very quick, Pearl Jam aside, present tense live is quite, quite different. Um, oh, really? From, mm, I In what am, way? Because it's quite uh, a building. If you don't know the song, it's... Uh, it's very it's, building, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's used uh, really in the last incredibly dance? in the last dance, right yes. towards the end. Yes, it's the very uh, last I mean, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and a lot of the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack for that show is amazing. Anyway, um, it's a lot of great nineties hip hop, but it's sort of sprinkled with some kind of rock and punk tracks and present tense. It's a feeling of not sadness, but it's it's almost like a cathartic expelling of emotion and the song and it builds and goes to a slightly more direct kind of the song moves towards 
feeling a little like concluding rather than kind of thinking about it and it's i know this sounds complete nonsense and we're talking about a song but it's such I, a brilliant song and used so incredibly well in this in yeah. this piece of um this tv footage um it's like yeah. the epilogue to that gigantic it's around 10 hours long that documentary i mean the last dance documentary about michael jordan if you've not seen it believe it's still on netflix one of the yeah. best like i'm not an expert on sports documentaries but probably single-handedly the best sports documentary i've ever seen and i know it's my favorite sports documentary yeah there we go yeah. absolutely phenomenal if you've not seen it this is like a bonus recommendation corner but yes present tense everything you're saying is absolutely right and it's a beautiful epilogue to that documentary that whole building quality blah 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 live it's just a lot heavier basically as things often are live also if people are going to check out pearl jam i would recommend that you check out live versions of songs rather than the studio originals because to be totally honest with you even though pearl jam my you know favorite band probably i don't really listen to the albums i pretty much only listen to bootlegs more or less so that's the way to do pearl jam nice good extra recommendation there uh right so we're just going to keep this going yeah yeah we're, yeah, we're yeah, both... yeah i'm actually having fun i didn't think i would be but i'm there actually enjoying myself there yeah, we yeah, bloody yeah. go <laughs> uh so gonna close my eyes and pull something out of the hat <laughs> scroll so this is so tom b hello tom sent some incredible choices um, cool. so i'm just going to choose one of them <laughs> okay uh top three three-piece bands Oh, it's another music one, but I quite like it. Um, I'm going to shout out Arcane Roots. Big up Arcane Roots. Come on. I'm on the Roots. Trademark. Um, Carla Mundy. Night versus and Wild Throne. I've very purposefully tried to avoid the big ones there just because the first one that came to mind was Nirvana. But it's a bit obvious, isn't it? So there you go. Okay, I'm going to go my top three are The Police. Mm. Um, Confession Never really likes the police I think really I don't like Sting Nobody likes Sting yeah, Sting know, doesn't like Sting <laughs> but I, do, I think that's okay But he is front and centre of that band So it's quite difficult yeah. for me to get over that But anyway yeah. But you know I, I like many bands that I don't like members of That's, well, okay. that's absolutely true And then I'm going to choose Primus Lovely um, who, who have a very good album run i think uh yes. you know frizzle fry and yes. sailing the seas of cheese and pork soda um so yes primus and i'm gonna end on i think they're still a three-piece mm-hmm. dinosaur junior similar-ish vibe and i'm pretty sure they're a three-piece they're certainly their classic materials considered very much a three-piece very nice okay. lovely yeah. so daniel just daniel hello daniel hi daniel he uh, is asking for our top three emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top three emotions. <laughs> I, I think for this, I will also accept states of mind. <laughs> um, yeah. like I, I don't know, uh, joy. <laughs> like <laughs> joy's a good one. Joy's a good one. You've you've snagged a good one there, Renfrey. Um, well done. Oh, this is like, like who's going to choose like misery? Do you know what I mean? I mean, maybe some people. What will, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you you literally were talking about listening to post rock whilst watching private saving private do, Ryan. It doesn't. You can... well, a, you said that, and B, that wouldn't <laughs> make did, me miserable. True. That giggle, would make giggle. me over the moon joyful. That would be incredible. I don't know. Joy, uh, ex- ex- excitement is not an emotion, is it? Uh, I don't like. 
that's just flummoxed me that question because surely yeah. everyone's favorite emotions are like the happy ones right well so i'll go yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And i'm and, and i'm just, i'm slightly cheating now okay um have you googled on, top three emotions on, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one uh so i will say excited as an emotion yeah excitement yeah. I, I i love feeling excited about life and love and 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 what's happening with myself and friends and family um i will also say confidence as an emotion as well i like confident people i like feeling confident in things i think confidence is a state of mind more than it is an emotion but you have said we can go with state of minds on this so fine yep and i'm gonna end on curiosity as an emo- or a state of mind curious yeah, 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 a curious yeah. emotion i like being curious about the world and people and and not knowing absolutely everything you know not everything being so linear i like that 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 thought process that that's something that happens when you feel curious you have that curiosity in you i love that that's an annoyingly good answer to a uh, thank you to a, to a question which no offense daniel <laughs> but i was a bit flummoxed <laughs> with to be totally honest with you um i i googled top three emotions just for <laughs> shits and giggles um apparently there are six basic emotions sadness happiness fear anger surprise disgust like i guess that's probably right this is according to the university of west alabama Wow. Wow. Goodness. Well, well, apparently, according to an emotion wheel, which I've seen, mm-hmm. there are uncomfortable emotions, which are sadness, sad, being sad, being scared, being angry, being embarrassed. And then there's things that go off that, like feeling lonely or hurt or ashamed or guilty or whatever. And then there are comfortable emotions. And those are happy, loved, confident and playful. And then there's lots of things like gratitude and yes. bravery and stuff that come off those. Yes, but so even, go. But yeah, but even but again, like <laughs> gratitude isn't strictly an emotion, is it? It's kind of definitely is. You feel a wave of gratitude. Is. Yes, yes, okay, definitely fine. is emotion. Okay, yeah, yeah, fine. I'm being, I'm being semantic. I'm grateful for you, Ramsey. <laughs> in my life, I feel over overcome with gratitude. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say uh, excitement, pride, joy. You had excitement, didn't you? Um, amusement you could have the same as me the amusement <laughs> i like to be amused. i like to be amused <laughs> what a cock yeah. yes yes there yeah. you go i was calling myself okay, a lovely. cock there to be super clear <laughs> not, not me that would be shocking uh okay we are gonna go to ryan and again i'm so sorry you're a fan of the podcast and you you often message on here and i'm gonna fuck your name up again ryan ostrike okay at bearded rhino 15 Uh hello hello and uh he has asked us top three movies that are better than the book oh which is a very good interesting uh very good very very good we need to talk about kevin do we? I think we need to talk about top threes right now. So that would be... Oh, you uh, mean... Sorry. I uh, <laughs> see what he's done there. Uh, I know the book was universally loved. It won a lot of prizes. But I just thought... the. F- <laughs> well, okay, I don't like the book because I cannot stand the main character. And it's all told through letters in the book. What? What is what book? We need to talk about Kevin. Oh, right. <laughs> we asked... That was actually my pick. Uh, or a pick. Okay. But... Um, 
I find her inner thoughts, her inner monologue, so frustrating. And I really, mm. like, it took me months to read We Need to Talk About Kevin. Whereas the film is an absolute masterpiece and basically makes it a horror film and it's absolutely incredible. Um... This is a very big, broad subject. I mean, I know mm. we just did emotions. So, you know, books and movies doesn't seem quite as broad, but this is a big, mm. you know, we're both movie fans. We both understand what books are. <laughs> so, you know, this should, this is, we have a lot of choices going around our little tiny heads right now. Well, I have just, I have just reread The Shining, actually. Oh. And um, I think the book is fantastic. And I know that there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> strong opinions about this out there, including, you know, I mean, Stephen King has kind of um, said that he's not a fan of Kubrick's version. But you know what? I, yeah, yeah, I am going to go with The Shining. I mean, they're both brilliant, but I will say The Shining. I do think the film's better than the book. Also, I mean, this one is a tough one because to be honest, again, I think the book and the film are quite even keeled. But I think Fight Club, the film, is ever so slightly better than Fight Club, the book. I think they're both brilliant. Okay. But, yeah, there we go. Okay, that's that's your slightly controversial choice. I yeah. think there's a bunch of Chuck fans out there will, that will disagree with you. Yeah, well, I, I'm a huge fan of... But it's a great movie. I'm a, it's a great movie. I'm, David Fincher is a stunning yeah, director. Exactly. I'm a huge fan of Palahniuk's... This is Chuck Palahniuk, the writer of... Uh, the author of Fight Club. I'm a huge fan of his early work, basically everything up to Haunted, and then he turned into a pathetic parody of himself so yes right done yes so my three are going to be uh, blade runner which was a short story Goodness so it's me. slightly cheating slightly um, cheating do androids dream of electric sheep uh was the story it's sort of a novella isn't it it's a short it's, novella it's a short yeah, novel a novella. yeah no that's a brilliant shout goodness me that's a really obvious one yeah and then i'm gonna go with a book and a film so i saw the film first and then read the book and definitely thought the film was better than the book and that's the shawshank redemption right that that is a short that is a short story isn't it that is a short um, story the, slash novella rita hayworth and the shawshank redemption i think is the original yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah. yeah which is when you watch the movie and you know it's just anyway yeah, it's such a great movie and then i'm torn like natalie and brulia between two Spielberg masterpieces. Okay. Both involve m monsters. So I'm going to say, before you say that, I considered Jurassic Park in my head. And if that, and I don't know if that is one of the ones that you're going it's to say. It's one of them. Okay. It is one of them. I considered Jurassic Park, but I thought about it. I actually do prefer the book to the film. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, it's a great book. So I, yeah. So look, I'm going to go Jaws. I, 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 do, yeah. I do like the book and I read it when I was younger. Um, but great the movie show. is probably one of the greatest movies yeah of all time we talked about it with sammy and justine from when they uh, went with their top three comfort films so yes it's fantastic yeah yeah so yes there we go that was a really good one quick jurassic park talk go on tell me about your feelings about the film and the book because i i love the book the book is great it's really violent the book yep. they definitely had to tone it down for the pg mm. rating um yes. john hammond is a very very different character to how he's he's like a horrible megamaniacal businessman who only cares about the bottom line and profit and stuff like that yeah. he dies in a fantastic way um a dinosaur hands him his own intestines as he's spoiler. screaming to death uh, <laughs> that's a bit of a spoiler, spoiler for a book that came out in the early 90s yeah the book is great michael Crichton, yeah. who wrote the book uh, yeah who then went on to 
become a huge writer and he created ER and sadly then passed away in his prime. So the book is fantastic. The film, I think, is, again, one of those sort of perfect movies, perfect I mean, entertainment movies. I mean, the film's movies. amazing, yeah. They're very different, They're I think. They're very different, um, yeah. But I think, very different. I think Spielberg and the people behind the film took the right approach when they made it. I think the idea, the, the way of turning that book into... It's not a children's film, but to, to turn it into an entertainment film for all the ages, yeah, I think yeah, was yeah. was definitely this the kind of the you know the kind of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory gone wrong sort of vibe about yeah. it really really worked. Um, I I completely agree. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because they're both brilliant, and like you say, they're both so different. Uh, you know, the core idea is the same, but they're but they're so different from one another. They really are. But Jurassic Park, like, good shout. Okay, so I think I'm going to do three more. Right. Okay. We'll do do final three. Going to go back to Tom B because he wrote a whole load of really good ones. Big up mm-hmm. Tom at Tom the Bods on Twitter, and he has gone top three horror film villains. Now I don't know if you're a horror film fan. I am. Yeah, that's why um, I chose it because I imagined you were. Oh, villains is quite hard though. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the Babadook, if that counts. Yeah, definitely. So I'm 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 sitting here going because like Freddy Krueger is so iconic. The thing is, I feel bad choosing Freddy Krueger because confession, I've never actually sat down and watched a single Nightmare on Elm Street film. But Freddy Krueger is so like iconic and looks amazing. Yeah, it's fine. I can go Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. I've convinced myself I can say Freddy Krueger whether I've seen the films or not. And Pinhead from Hellraiser. Yes. Pinhead was going to be one of mine. So uh, I could change it to one of the no, other... No, no, Lord, no, 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 right, no. So first, okay. first come, first serve, rent oh. free. Okay. We, have, we have a dibs rule in this game, my friend. <laughs> oh, I didn't realise, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I'll, you can take the same tact that I used to take with my dearly departed grandfather and chocolate biscuits, and I would lick them <laughs> in front of his face so he knew that he wouldn't be able to eat them. I dibs them. <laughs> Put them back in the box. Eat that, wow. grandad, if you dare. <laughs> Quite often, not he would, in fact, eat them. But I mean, uh, you know, yes, rest in peace, Elwin. So my top three, uh, I'm going to go Pennywise. Oh, great show! Both kind of, you know, incarnations of of mm. of the character. I actually read it for the first time last year. Read the whole book. Really? Mm-hmm. It's um, it's a long book. <laughs> yeah, I I have not read that book. Um, then I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hannibal Lecter. Oh, great um, show. Which is, Brilliant show. which is, I think, such a wonderful character. Genuinely wonderful character. I think a lot of, do you know what, horror fans don't come for me. I'm not a huge horror movie fan, so maybe Silence of the Lambs is more of a serial killer movie than horror. But I definitely think it could pass as a horror genre. I, he's he's a cannibal. He's a cannibal, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I absolutely agree. I, I, You know, Silence of the Lambs is a psychological horror film. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's got thriller elements in it, but it's it's a horror film. Yeah, horror and and Anthony Hopkins plays him so wonderfully. Brilliant. Uh, in is that your favourite interpretation of Hannibal on screen? Yes. Anthony yes, Hopkins, I, yes I yes yeah 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 definitely I do really I did really enjoy um, TV series the Red Dragon. Oh well, I like the TV series definitely, but I also really enjoyed Red Dragon. Was that what the first? No, the first movie was called Manhunt, 
was it Manhunt? Man... Manhunt was Michael Mann. It was back in the 80s. Yes, it yes, yeah, yeah. Brian Cox. Brian Cox, who yes. Who played yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. I confess I haven't seen Manhunt and it's, it's sort of on my list, but I've never seen it. It's good. Apparently... It's, there's a lot of sax. It's the 80s, so there's lots of like shots where it's like right. saxophone playing and curtains billowing and uh well it's also you know. a michael mann film so that's that's why it's got sax and curtains billowing yeah there we go uh yes i haven't actually seen it but but loads of film critics i mean mark kermode included go on and on about um brian cox's portrayal the series is really interesting the series with um mads mickelson mm-hmm. as hannibal is yeah very very interesting i've not actually seen red dragon um, the remake the yes i've not actually i've not i've it's really not seen good. any of those it is okay very good. cool yeah it's definitely worth with julianne moore it's very it's worth watching i love julianne moore okay cool nice and my third choice i'm gonna go norman bates from psycho again maybe nice. not necessarily a horror movie but God, I mean, who's who on earth is saying psycho is just a horror just film? just putting it out there the internet <laughs> may say that psycho no, I is just wanna, i just want to know who is idiotic enough to even say that aloud you but know yes, what i mean psycho, I you're psycho not, is uh, no 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 but psycho is is a horror film probably <laughs> it is a horror movie but it's genuinely it's probably i mean it's my it's my second favourite Alfred Hitchcock movie. We could do a top three Alfred Hitchcock movies as well, but it's my second favourite Hitchcock movie. Let's throw that in. Let's throw that in. We're going to throw that in after this. Yeah, okay. Um, and the, the very famous shower scene is pure cinematic poetry in motion genius. And Dorman Bates, played by Anthony, played by Anthony Perkins. Anthony um, Perkins. It's, it's just a fantastic, fantastic film. Uh, I think... Again, and you know, I know we're talking horror, and there are some great horror baddies, proper, you know, entrenched in horror, you know, like Jason and Freddy Krueger and mm. Jigsaw and Ghostface and whatever. But I think how fantastic Psycho is, and I didn't see they made a sequel, didn't they? They made other. They s- have made multiple Psycho sequels, most of which aren't worth bothering with. Yes, and I do know that it was remade. By Steven oh, yeah. Soderbergh, I think shot for shot remake with the shot for shot color remake, which was very controversial. Yeah, yeah. with the giant from uh, Swingers and Wedding Crashers. I can't remember his name. Um, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yes. So yes, those are my top three. Very good. Um, top three Hitchcock films. Come on. I mean, goodness me. Uh, so my favourite one is North by Northwest, which is mm, okay. That was going to be my number two. And it's a clearly defined genre film. I think. I, I think Hitchcock either makes these wonderful films that are sort of a bit funny and they're a little bit light and there's some romance in it, like North by Northwest. Yep. And then he makes films like The Birds or Psycho, which yep. are about psychological drama and they're more about a feeling of, of nastiness or something sort of not quite right. And I know there's a, that is present in a lot of his movies, including North by Northwest. But with Cary Grant or North, North by Northwest, it's just pure Hollywood perfection it's such a wonderful film it's um, uh, yeah, it's brilliant yeah it's a spy film effectively kind of i mean yeah. i i always it reminds me of the early bonds particularly from russia with love with the helicopter scene which from russia with love completely ripped off four years later but yeah. yes yeah and the cast is amazing i mean apart from carrie grant you've got martin landau and, yes. and james mason you know who everyone does incredible impressions of um, yeah. all the time i love the concluding scene on the um four heads of the um damn yes. what is what is that monument called in america <laughs> the four heads of the president the four heads of the, of the yeah 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 the, uh, what's it the called <laughs> oh my goodness me anyway the conclude the conclusion of that film is on there it's really cool i mean it's yeah. obviously on a hollywood set 
because <laughs> it's so very clearly <laughs> close, very so clearly. clunky. But it is, yeah, it's a wonderful film. And your final one? My final one is uh, is um, Rear Window, which is a movie that I think it was the first one I ever saw, <sighs> and it was on yeah. like a Saturday afternoon when it was rainy when I was younger. And yeah. um, it came on and my dad was like, oh, you should watch this movie. And I was like, oh, man. Ugh. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just, yeah, I mean, James Stewart, Jimmy Stewart is phenomenal. He's He plays a guy who is he's a photographer and he uh, has an injury, which means he's kind of wheelchair bound. And he spends, he's, he's, he's bound to his apartment. Yeah, yeah, bound to the apartment. And he spends this entire time. And, and Grace Kelly is in it, who is the most beautiful woman yeah. in existence and she's so wonderful in it as well and um he spends the entire movie watching all of the stuff that goes on in the flats and the buildings around him and it's so utterly fantastic if you haven't seen it put it on your list and watch it tonight it's just just awesome awesome so rear window was going to be a pick of mine and north by northwest was going to be a pick of mine as well but um i'll put them aside because you know there's so much brilliant hitchcock that i think it is worth actually going into it a bit deeper i'm gonna say marnie from 1964 which is like a fantastic film starring um it's actually sean connery and uh tippy hedron but like really 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 underrated rebecca which is the Adaption of the Daphne de Maury mm-hmm. book, I think. But my absolute favourite Hitchcock film, which is a, you know, like classic Renfrew choice in that no one's heard of it, uh, is Rope. Rope is, oh, when did it come out? Some like 42, 43, something like that. And um, it's Hitchcock's first attempt at like a one take film. Um, it isn't one take, it's cheated. And it's like, when you look at it now, it's cheated in a way which is really amateurish for today's, you know, it's you can see the joins very, very clearly. But the premise is simply, it's so simple. <laughs> um, two guys are having a dinner party and uh, the guests are about to turn up, but they have a dead body in their house, which they're trying to hide from the dinner guests that's it it's that brilliant hitchcock thing where it's like just gonna take a simple idea and explore it for an hour an hour and a half rope is actually like it's a little longer than an hour so you can actually watch it in like you know 65 minutes 70 minutes um and it's just one of the most suspenseful pieces of filmmaking i've ever seen in my life it's amazing i love rope so there you go nice we're gonna go back to Back to my lovely wife, Katie P, who wrote a very good list of very good top threes. And she's asked top three guest vocal appearances. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. You go first on this one. <laughs> so I think I'm going to say Maynard James Keenan uh, from the band Tool for Passenger by Deftones. Then I'm going to say, see, this is the difficult thing, guest or collaboration. Mm. so yeah so i'm gonna say kylie minogue with nick cave for where the wild roses grow i'm gonna count that as a guest very nice no that's a guest i mean yeah no that's a guest yeah and i'm gonna go just because it's the only thing i can think of i'm gonna go ministry with gibby haynes for the song jesus built my hot rod a ding a ling lang a dang long ding dong. Oh, I 
always forget that Gibby Haynes is on that. Butthole yep. Surfers Gibby Haynes. Yes, Butthole Surfers Gibby Haynes. That's always my forget theory. about that. Damn. Okay, this is really hard, and I know that what I'm about to say is wrong in that I've forgotten some. But um, because you reminded me of Chino, Embers by Lamb of God is one of the few latter-day Lamb of God songs that I think is even worth bothering with. But it's actually really good. Um, Greg Pusciato on Devin Townsend's The Mighty Masturbator from Deconstruction. Oh, God damn it. Okay, so I was... (laughs) Just on that tip, I don't know if I can do this. I was going to say Chuck D mm. on Dillinger's cover of Fight the Power, which is a guest spot, but they've got the guest who did the original song. Does that count? I think that's, yeah, that, yeah why not? That Fine. still counts. Let's chuck that in then. Because <clears> that <throat> cover, by the way, the Dillinger cover of Fight the Power is one of the best covers I have ever heard in my life. Absolutely amazing. Gosh. Gosh. <laughs> Do you want to do one more? Yes, let's do one more. And all right, here we go. Here's a nice broad one. Top three post-rock slash metal bands. Oh, for goodness sake. That's from back to the Tom B, the B to the Tom. To be honest, um, it would actually be a relatively (laughs) basic bitch answer in that I'd probably go Mogwai, Sigarose and I mean, Caspian is less obvious but you know yeah it probably for me it probably would be mogwai cigarose caspian can you answer this do you listen to more than three post-rock bands i'm not sure matt uh- <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna include radiohead in this because i'm gonna call them a post-rock band goodness me well there is a there is an argument for it certainly but okay yeah fine so we're just gonna ignore the word metal <laughs> post, post, oh yeah i have radio, totally post-rock. Uh, yeah. do you know what uh, for, for um for the person who was it was it tom b who asked this i'm tom gonna do b, a bonus yeah. post metal one as well i'm gonna say cult of luna <laughs> yeah you nicked one of my post metal ones but yeah fine <laughs> they're quite they're, they're quite good and Fantastic. i'm gonna go deaf heaven as well i'm gonna count them as post rock slash metal slash yeah, something I mean, yeah, like that yeah yeah okay yeah 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 you can you can say that um yeah my metal Thanks. ones would be um cult of luna um russian circles um Bosk. Nice. So not, not, none of us are choosing Neurosis. I like that. None of us have gone with Neurosis. No, because they're really overrated. Oh! <laughs> and that seems a perfect way to end this magical journey into uh, randomly chosen top threes mm-hmm. between myself and uh, Renfrew Debman. Thank you very yeah, much. There us. we go. Thank you very much for joining us on this slightly special episode. Uh, next week, things will go back to normal. We have an excellent guest next week. We have Anaya from the band Zulu. That is correct, isn't it, Matt? You're looking at me in a weird way. Cool. Uh- <laughs> yeah, no. Anaya Lee from, from Anaya uh, Zulu. Lee from Zulu. And, well, we're both excited about that because we're fairly sure the topic is going to be close to both our hearts. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully. Unless he changes his mind. Unless and it he turns out It's mind. like top three <laughs> communist dictators. <laughs> So close, oh. so close to our hearts. And that's, good. So that's close not going to look good on us. Uh, but no, I'm pretty sure it is going to be close to our hearts. So yes, come and join us for that uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away next week. Mm. You look very mm. disappointed by me saying that. Oh, it's just my tiny eyes again, Renfrew. They just, they ooze disappointment. 
<laughs> yes. But normal service will resume next week, so please join us for that. Anything else you want to share with the listeners before we leave, Matt? Just that I really hope to see as many of you at 2000 Trees Festival, oh, yeah. uh, which we mentioned last week when I was not here. You did a wonderful job. Well done, Rent Free. Thank you. Really stoked, really excited. Obviously, I'm part of the 2000 Trees family, so but it's still an honour. It was never anything I expected. So it was really, really cool of James and Mitch and those guys to offer us a slot there. And I'm really excited to be there. We've got a really awesome guest. We um, have a really lined cool up. guest. I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm really, I've never spoken to the person we have, but I'm really excited to talk to them, actually. Just a lovely, lovely human being. Yes. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yes. Very good. Very good. Mention that. We are, are we allowed to say what day we're on yet? I don't know if we are or not. We're on the Thursday. Wicked. We're on the Thursday. <laughs> I don't what? know if we're allowed to say, but we're on the Thursday. <laughs> I mean... That's the day we're playing. <laughs> I think when it comes to us, if we reveal that information, I don't think that's going to be a massive issue for 2000 Trees, even if it does yeah. go out a bit earlier yeah. than planned. We will be your start uh, to the main... Obviously, you have Wednesday at 2000 Crikey. Trees, but lots yeah. of amazing bands. Agatha uh, St. Agnes. Bob, Bob Villain, Tiger Cub loads of amazing bands and then we will be your wake-up call thursday morning at the word stage uh i believe we're going to be on around nine o'clock in the morning um we'll be on for an, we'll be chatting away for about an hour so do make sure you come because there's not many chairs at the word stage it's quite small and it will be very very fun so yes awesome. please do join us please do join us for that in july thank you very much for listening to this episode of three is the magic number normal service will resume next week come back here next monday to hear our chat with anaya lee on three <laughs>